0: Hello, and welcome to episode 145 of the Nintendo Jump podcast. We are a weekly discussion podcast created for Nintendo gamers by Nintendo gamers. Today is April 9th, my name is Kellen, and today I'm joined by my good friend Sergio.
1: Hey Kellen, Uh, you know it's been one of those rougher weeks, but I'm looking forward to relaxing to some good music today. How are you doing?
0: Man, I'm doing pretty good. I work a finance job, and so quarter-end and month-end is pretty hectic, so I'm kind of feeling it. I'm right there Mm -hmm. with you, and I don't know, I don't really want a podcast today, so maybe we could just listen to some music (laughs) together. I think that's a pretty good idea. (laughs) All right, today I'm also joined by my good friend Kevin. What's going on, man? Man's
2: been pretty busy, uh, but before we start listening to some awesome music, there has been something on my mind as of late, and... I hope y'all don't mind if I share this with y'all, so if I may. Hey everyone, it's Kevin from The Nintendo Jump Podcast. Not only as an Asian American, but also an American-born Asian, I've been deeply impacted by the recent violence toward Asian Americans all over the country. I know it's likely impacted many of you regardless of your descent. That being said, I would like to make the following statement. We join in recognizing and condemning systemic racism toward the Asian community and our hearts go out to everyone impacted. We acknowledge we've made similar statements in the past. However, we cannot address every major issue in society today, and we are by no means invalidating, marginalizing, or minimizing any efforts on addressing such major issues. The fact that we're not mentioning other issues should not be confused with complicity. To avoid any such confusion, we have decided to stick strictly to gaming discussions from this point forward. This will be the last formal statement of this kind. We encourage our listeners to take positive and safe action to end hate and to be active toward causes personally important to them.
0: Thank you. Now onto our show. All right. Thank you for sharing that message. So going into the episode for today, I think we've all alluded to it. We are going to be hosting another music episode. And so we sent out the call to our listeners and asked them to send in any music from any RPG and Sergio and I are going to take a stab at guessing what game it's from. And Kevin's going to come up with the story. <laughs> and it's going to be great because that's usually how these episodes go. No, I'm just kidding. Kevin's going to guess too. And honestly, he's probably going to do better than I am. Uh, but-
2: I don't, I don't know. I mean, look like, i i almost struck out bad last week oh that's true yeah the episode but you know what kellen sergio this is my time to redeem myself and if i am an rpg fan which i hope i am uh we'll see how this goes you know
0: we'll see how many pokemon tunes there are in here but you know what i did fact check you at the end of last episode because you had guessed the name of the tune and you got it right so you know your stuff Oh, nice. thank goodness! Because the, so,
2: sk- because the firing squad was was ready, and I was like, "No, I yeah, got this." There was a man
0: <laughs> with a machine gun, and he was just waiting. But <laughs> nice. that was good. Oh man, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So before we get into playing uh, the music that was sent into us, we do have a couple news items to address, just because they are pretty big. And the first of that being that E3 was just announced. And that's pretty big news because it was up in the air. We didn't know if there was going to be a presentation or what format it was going to be in. So what were your guys' initial thoughts when you first heard about this announcement?
1: Yeah, it was definitely exciting. Not only that, but like hearing that a lot of big companies are involved. And I mean, for us, the biggest one is Nintendo. And like getting the announcement and getting the confirmation that, yeah, Nintendo is part of it. You know the the mind goes crazy. We're expecting a direct already. We're expecting a lot of good things, and I I think you know, it's it's a good time to deliver. Nintendo has a lot to offer, so it would be a good time to show it.
2: Yeah, I'm in the same boat, and I mean, you know, we got Sony, right? No, wait, no.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh
2: man! Well, besides that company, I hope you guys do something awesome. If you if you don't, then you have one pitch pitchfork coming. No, but anyway, I I am really excited for this because uh, as you guys and for everyone involved with, you know, this podcast and people who listen to us may or may not know, our first episode, I believe it had to do with E3 yes. of 2018. Yeah, yeah. And so E3 2021 for our third year anniversary, wow. I mean, come on now, that's going to be awesome. I, I can't wait. I mean, this is just taking it back.
3: Mm.
0: Yeah, it's pretty exciting. I really like that the history of the podcast is really tied to such a big gaming event. Um, so again, E3 was announced. It is happening. It's from June 12th through the 15th, and it'll be an all-digital event. Mm-hmm. So there's some questions on what exactly that'll look like, if it's just going to be one big, long video with like, a ton of announcements that's live-streamed. But Doug Bowser actually took to Twitter and said that he's looking to make the virtual format fun and engaging, so I'm curious what they're going to do. Huh. I don't know if they're going to have some sort of playability for games or just like fan polls, fan input. Um, Nintendo always seems to bring that magic that other companies can't. And so I feel like they've definitely got something cooking up if he dropped a tweet worded that way. So yeah, um, I'm really excited to see what they've got up their sleeve.
2: Yeah, no, it's, it's I'm, I'm excited too. And I mean, E3 has always been a magical time, especially just you know, watching the videos or and or even, uh, even attending. Uh, I, I've attended a couple before, and oh, nice. you know, uh, I, I know that it's a virtual event for this year for E3. But you know, back then, man, I mean, just besides the long lines, like it was really magical to you know try out different games and even talk to the indie devs at the K, which is an awesome. event. I, I've been saying this word four times already. <laughs> an awesome event. <laughs> uh, Within E3, so yeah, I mean, I hope Indiecade does something because I'm always, I'm always out for Indies, anything new, anything like any trailers or highlights or whatever. Ah, uh, yeah, I, I
1: can't. Nice, I cannot wait. I'm gonna have a big bag of Pikmin for munchies. at the ready? It's gonna be awesome. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> oh,
0: I'm not even gonna ask where you're buying Pikmin from because it's probably some black market somewhere. So, oh man, we're just gonna leave this topic and go into um another. Eating protagonist, I guess you could say. (laughs) Pac-Man 99. Who had that on their bingo card for this year? Oh, man. Not me. Nope. (laughs) But you know what?
2: I love it. It's cool. I'm trying to get rank one. I haven't yet. (laughs) But, man, I mean, it's, it's a really nice concept. I mean, have you guys been playing it recently?
1: Yeah, it's pretty fun. You know, I tried it a couple of times at first. I did pretty terrible because... At first, you have to use the D-pad. I went into settings, mm-hmm. I changed into the control stick, and then I got up to 15th. I didn't try that many times, but I, I was pretty proud. Oh, no, I got fifth place, actually, on my Fortran. Oh, yeah, nice. that, I'm good with that. Thanks. But it's it's a lot of fun for sure. It's very unique, and I'm glad that it has DLC packs available. If you kind of get a little bored of what's there for free, you can try something a little more traditional if you want to pay for it.
0: Yeah, so to kind of take a step back, um, Pac-Man 99 is the latest inclusion in Nintendo Online, which, the the Nintendo Switch Online service, which, kind of curious timing with Mario 35 getting killed (laughs) off and replaced by Pac-Man. I don't know if Nintendo's rebranding behind Pac-Man here. Um, Probably not. (laughs) Um, But Pac-Man 99 is, it follows a similar model to Tetris 99, where you're playing Pac-Man, and as you go through and you're playing you're sending jammers or ways to kind of slow down and mess with the other people that you're playing against Mm -hmm. and so people are slowly being eliminated until there's only one standing so it's about a royale and it's really intriguing there's a lot of strategy to it um again it kind of takes a page out of tetris 99's book where you can target different people, um, but you can also have like different abilities equipped that could enhance your speed or just among other modifiers once you um, eat a pellet. So it's a pretty crazy concept. I can't believe they made it work, but it actually works pretty yes. well. Um, I don't know if it's a game I'm going to dump a ton of time into. Um, I still definitely prefer Tetris 99 over this, but I'm definitely going to play it for a couple of weeks here and see if it sticks and is just part of my rotation.
2: Yeah, it definitely is slightly unconventional for a battle royale game, but I think it fits for the most part, especially you know during this time where battle royale games are you know quite the trend. And one of the things I really liked about Pac Man Ninety Nine so far is the inclusion of sleeping ghosts. So you know every time you have a round where you know you have a bunch of pellets and you want and you eat the sleeping ghosts. And when, when you eat the, the power pellet and they're on ghost mode, then you can start a chain of eating all these ghosts and then you can just try to eat power pellets left and right and then, you know, if you clear half the pellets, you cause the fruit to appear, then you eat the fruit, then the sleeping ghost will come back again. I mean, it's just it's like a combo heaven for <laughs> a lot of ways, and I yeah, it's been really nice. Just uh because like the original Pac-Man didn't have this sort of concept, so right. it's nice that they included this as a teach an old dog new tricks kind of thing, and yeah, I, I think it's great.
0: Yeah, so as Sergio kind of alluded to it, um, there is DLC available for the game, it's free to download if you have Nintendo Switch Online, and really all that's available to you right out of the gate is the standard mode, where you play by yourself against 98 other people, um, the DLC allows you to play against, you know, AI. It also allows you to create and join private lobbies, which is cool. And there's just a ton of different themes with um, different retro oh, yeah, games. Yeah. So you can play mm-hmm. with like a Dig Dug skin or all these different games. So yeah, there's definitely a lot there. You can really dive into it if you want to, but you can also just dip your toe in for free and try out the standard mode. So there's a lot there and it actually coincided pretty well with some listener mail we got from a longtime listener of the show. Uh, decoy aka daryl so daryl asks what other games need a 99 battle royale version so not to put you guys on the spot but what do you guys think and i can go first if you need some time to think no
1: i have an answer but just thinking about it like the matches might take a little while i mean they could always tweak it and make it so that well the, the game i would want is uh paneled upon 99 or Tetris Attack '99, so they would have to increase the speed a little bit and how much garbage you send to your opponent with combos or chains. But it could work. It could definitely work. I think that would be pretty awesome. There's also a lot of uh, micro games in the WarioWare games that would work really well for this.
0: Yes. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what? I I'm gonna go out on a limb. I think Sonic Mania, Sonic '99. Like oh. let's let's try to get that in. Yeah. I mean, look, oh, let's not. I know Sonic. Ha- <laughs> Yeah, I I mean, (laughs) look, I I know Sonic has been the, well, I mean, the rival of Mario for a very long time, especially in the 90s, but I think Sonic Mini would be cool, you know, and being able to uh, clear levels and see who can, kind of like in the same vein with Super Mario 35, you know, rest in peace, that game, and uh, that uh, 99 Battle Royale game, (laughs) but uh, I think, you know, just that same concept put into Sonic. I mean, look, it's all about blast processing right? I mean, you gotta just go quick. And, <laughs> I think you're just then, like suggesting that
1: since Mario is dead, Nintendo should just take over Sonic and replace him. I don't know. If you're at Nintendo,
2: if you're at Nintendo, I speak on behalf of us. <laughs> no, I'm
1: just oh,
0: Mario's no. rolling around in his grave.
2: <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But yeah, I would do Sonic.
0: Um. So my answer may need a lot of things to work out um, for it to be feasible. Mm -hmm. But I was thinking Mario Kart 99. And the way that would work is everyone races on the same stage and you just keep doing lap after lap till everyone's eliminated. And there is like a wall of fire or something chasing after your car. And once you get hit by it, that's what eliminates players. So as you go through and pick up different power ups, you can then target other people that are racing through and... Once you pick up the power-up, you can press a button to fire it at them, and that's when they're hit by the power-up, so maybe they have a shell shot towards them, or um, they have the ink sprayed on their screen. Just any sort of like traditional Mario power-up affects them, Mm. and you're trying to slow them down so much that the fire gets them, and you're trying to avoid all that and get so far ahead that when you do get hit, you aren't claimed by the fire. And that'll speed up over time to like help make the game work, and I still know... There's a lot of things that have to be worked out to make (laughs) Mario Kart 99 work, Mm. but I don't know. It's something I'd play, and I think it's definitely a new take on the Battle Royale genre just because there aren't many racing-type BRs, so I don't know. I'd like to see if they can make it work. Yeah,
2: I would think that items like the Lightning Bolt and the Blue Show would work really well in the Mario Kart 99 and just like wreak havoc and... uh, (laughs) Uh, yeah i mean and w- even with the courses too like you can just pick any of the courses from like um mario kart 8 deluxe and maybe just maybe they can include some new ones that will allude to mario kart 9 because we all yeah. want a new mario Kart. <laughs> so i mean and the-, the phone mario kart doesn't count that's not mario kart 9 <laughs> that's mario kart tour uh yeah
0: No, they're skipping 9 and going right to 99
2: <laughs> there we go mario kart 99 you hear at nintendo yeah we have we we are an idea factory
1: (laughs) (laughs) i'm trying to imagine a nintendogs 99 but i don't know how you would lose i don't (laughs) think we want to imagine that
0: (laughs) but imagine 99 puppies all together i honestly kind of miss nintendogs yeah Yeah. if they can make pac-man work i have faith (laughs) but don't hold out hope on nintendogs 99 All right. Well, I think with all that news out of our way, I'm going to go ahead and turn time over to our DJ for the night, Sergio. He's going to take us through some RPG tunes.
1: Yes. So we have 13 tracks. Like we said, these are all from RPGs. We said we're a little bit lenient, so... It doesn't have to be, you know, like the most traditional of RPGs. So let's find out what our listeners sent over. Before we get started, we definitely want to thank the composers, developers, and publishers that worked on the many games and the music that will be featured in this episode. So if we are ready, we can get started.
0: Let's do it. Here we go.
1: All right. Here is our first track of the night.
0: That sounds really familiar, so I'm gonna let Kevin take a stab because I think I might know this mm. one.
2: I don't know this one, but I wanted to say something before we guess. Uh, so oh, no. f- for <laughs> so for all these uh, music music video episodes or excuse me music episodes, uh, Sergio has a YouTube music video that we play uh, individually, <laughs> and in the background there's like this. It's like a cross between Animal Crossing New Horizons and Splatoon Two, and you see. Forming the crew, you got you got me, you got bu- 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 big shot uh, Sergio, and one of our very own, uh, one of our one of our community uh, friends, Dragon. So it was like, whoa, okay, this is pretty <laughs> neat. And then just the way the music is pacing to like how you're moving, Serge, and the <laughs> in the video is like totally off pace, but I love it. So, okay, with that being said, I you I, I don't. It's so weird because I, when I think of RPGs, I never really think of like this sort of like heavy metal <laughs> rock music. So it's hard because I mean, I want to say it's a polar bear, you know, rocking team, <laughs> trying to find his brother in Syracuse, New York, but it's not the case, man. So Kellen, I think you got this.
0: <laughs> All right. So I could fail miserably here, but as soon as it started, I know I'd heard the song somewhere. And so I didn't know if it was just because I listened to the music or because I've... Started playing the game and uh-huh. I think it's the latter. Uh-huh. Is this from persona strikers?
1: Yes Ooh, Okay, can I solve
0: nice. for the name of the song? Ooh, all right. Is this Welcome to the jail. Yes, nice. Whoa. All right show's <laughs> over. Let's go huh? right. <laughs> Man the it's music over. in that game is incredible like Since I've gone into the podcast and really joined the community I've developed a stronger appreciation for video game music but when I started playing that game, like my first twenty-five minutes in an area was just listening to that song. Like <laughs> it is so good.
2: Wow, that is very impressive. Uh this oh, your guess and this tune. I might have to listen to the soundtrack now.
0: <laughs> oh, it's so good. Like yeah. any persona music is good, but
1: yeah. nice.
2: Very
0: it's well tough.
1: done. Yeah, that was Persona Five Strikers. Welcome to the Jail. Developed by Omega Force P Studio and published by Atlas, submitted by Hi, I'm Tom. Oh, really? Yeah.
0: Great pick. Tom's got good taste in music. We confirmed that earlier today.
1: (laughs) 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 Nice. All right, we have our second track. Here we go. Even I know that one.
2: Yeah, you mean, is it, you know, S- Super Mario Breath of the Wilderness, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, although, uh, does this qualify as an RPG tune? Because, like, it's more of an action-adventure tune, right? Or a tune from an action-adventure game? So, I don't know. I have questions. Uh, maybe action-RPG? Okay. Well, nice flight. <laughs> <laughs> Hmm. So, to be honest, oh, you go You guess this. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, if no one else is going to, I, I mean, it's Legends of the Breath of the Wild Guardian Battle. Um, yes, perfect. Okay. All right. <laughs> Such yeah, an obscure you know, game. It's it's interesting because like when this was playing, and I literally looked over my shoulder to <laughs> see if there was a Guardian. What? <laughs> I was like, wait a second. I, I'm. This is too real. Like I'm, I'm, I'm in my, <laughs> I'm in my place. There's no guardian, you know, trying to kill me. I'm good.
0: <laughs> You're good until you start to hear the beeping, yeah. and you have to <laughs> run for cover.
2: Oh yeah. Oh. Oh. Now I'm gonna get paranoid. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Nice.
1: All
0: right. Who sent that one in?
1: So that was by Napping Rat. Nice. Ooh.
0: I'll admit that took me a little bit longer than I would have hoped for me to recognize. Oh. When that repeating part played for the first time, I like instantly thought of Final Fantasy seven with the bombing mission, just because it kind of sounded like that, <laughs> mm-hmm. but Ooh. then it just kept going. And I was like, what is this? And I just overthought it, but it just dawned on me that, yeah, that's definitely from breath of the wild.
1: Yeah. So breath of the wild guardian battle developed and published by Nintendo submitted by napping rat.
2: Very good pick napping rat. Mm.
1: Yeah. Thanks for that. And we have our next track. Here we go. It's safe to say that sounds more like an RPG.
0: Yeah, it was a lot more relaxing instead of having to look over your shoulder for <laughs> those uh, guardians, right? Yeah,
2: I have an opposite view. I felt a little intimidated. <laughs> oh, um, really? Now, yeah. Even the, I, I know this sounds very contrarian. I promise you, I'm not. But I, uh, so I, and I, I can't believe I'm forgetting Greek mythology. But there is this. You know, the three female goddesses who, like, when they sing and you hear them, you get hypnotized. I don't know if you guys are familiar with that. I was just thinking of it from Samurai Jack because there was an, <laughs> there was an <laughs> um, sorry. Samurai Jack is a cartoon from Cartoon Network from way back in the day. But there was an episode where um, uh, he had to rescue these people who were hypnotized by these, like, these goddesses slash robots or whatever, and uh, it plays into this role where uh, You know, these, so basically, back to my story. So it seems like I'm in this situation where uh, there's these three uh, female goddesses who are trying to charm anybody uh, in their way. And if you happen to hear the music, you're pretty much toast. Like Mm. they will have full control of your body, your mind, your spirit, everything. And it may sound a soothing tune, it sounds really good, but that's how they get you. And that's how I feel about this tune. (laughs) Do I know this tune? It's not Final Fantasy VIII, so I don't know.
0: (laughs) Uh, Excuse me. I'm not sure how to follow that up. (laughs) I mean,
2: I kind of see it.
0: I guess you're referring to Sirens, right?
2: Yeah. Yes, yes, that's it. That's exactly it. Oh my gosh, thanks. Yeah.
0: So if they're like actually taking control of people, wouldn't we have to edit this out of the show to not like destroy our (laughs) listener base?
2: Yeah, I mean, I've heard a tune, so I'm basically hypnotized. (laughs) Just kidding. Oh, so we're
1: hypnotized to not take it out? Yes, exactly. Uh, Ah,
2: good save. Yeah, I just thought about Rocket League. Anyway, okay, so...
0: <laughs> what a save. <laughs> um, I honestly have no clue where this tune's from. It was really relaxing. It kind of felt like an Overworld-type tune instead of like a rousing battle theme. Right. So, I don't know. Like, I was getting some Zelda vibes, but I know my Zelda exposure is really limited. So, I'm not even going to take a guess at this because there are way too many RPGs to just blindly guess well yeah.
2: you hmm. you got something kevin uh yes it's not a square soft game
0: right uh, uh, oh it is uh, it is
2: oh my goodness is it one that i played
0: <laughs> i don't think so
2: <laughs> oh my god
1: is it
0: on the switch or is it older
1: no it's older this is super nintendo
0: oh wow is
1: it secret mana no, not mana. Tri- uh.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. I don't know. Secret something. Oh,
1: yeah. Secret of Evermore.
3: Oh.
2: I've never heard of that one. I've, I have would have been toast on that one. I mean, yeah,
1: anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think it's, you know, one of those more more obscure RPGs, but it's Secret of Evermore. The song is called Ivor Tower or White Castle Town, and it was submitted by Deku Weku. Oh, nice. Featuring Sirens, right?
2: Featuring Sirens? I'm just kidding.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh. Yes, in development published by Squaresoft. Yes. Okay, we have our next track. Here we go.
0: That song Oy.
2: was epic. <laughs> yeah, I really like the piano part. That's my favorite. Uh, it's kind of like an off tune. I guess. Yeah. yeah,
0: there are so many layers to that. I had a really hard time trying to pinpoint what type of RPG it could really come from. Um, is this game on a Nintendo system? Yes. Okay. Um, I, th- I have a guess, but I'm not confident in it. Kevin, do you want to take a guess?
2: I don't have a guess. And I never had this before on the record, but it seems like the lasagna of tunes. <laughs> like, it just there's so many layers, and it just, it felt so heavy to me. And then, like, the piano part was, like, just the, 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 the top layer, and I was always looking at that. It's but pretty I don't, meaty. It is, it is. A little cheesy. It, yeah, it's something that I might not want.
3: <laughs>
2: I can't say that, because I've never had it, so. Um, pitchforks are welcome. Oh, avoid them <laughs> but yeah yeah i don't know it's um is it a square soft game, <laughs> square <Enix> game? no
0: <laughs> okay very good <laughs> so there were parts of the song where i was almost getting like space vibes but then it would go away pretty quick so that made me think is this xenoblade x
3: hmm
1: no it is not oh uh, dang no hmm I think it doesn't really fit the standard for this series. It's definitely more unique.
3: Mm.
2: Okay, so it's a Mario game. <laughs> <laughs> Just yeah. Kinda. Oh, yeah. is it a Luigi game?
1: <laughs> no, no, it's uh, something Mario.
0: Is this Mario and Rabbids? Like... No. <laughs> oh,
2: dang, we are so stumped. I don't even know.
0: A Mario-ish RPG
2: game. Yes. Paper Mario? Yes. Origami King? Yes. <laughs> wow. Um, you got wait. it. No hints. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, I mean, yeah. okay. Yeah. That's... Wh- I don't remember this tune. Is uh, What's the name of it? It is Origami Castle.
0: <laughs> <gasps> oh, okay. That's... Uh-huh. Well... I have yet to play a Paper Mario game, but I always thought the music was just going to be like super cheerful or not that. So that's right. really cool to see that depth.
2: <laughs> it it makes you feel things for sure. I won't spoil it like I did with that one tune from Final Fantasy VIII, But You always a- say that. Oh, okay, well, I'm for real. I won't spoil
0: it, by the way, this character <laughs> dies.
2: No, 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 no. I My mouth is shut
0: for the next <laughs> three seconds. <laughs>
1: Yeah, like even if it's like a boss battle or just an an area in the game, it it definitely it's slower than your typical Paper Mario song, less cheerful, but I mean, it probably matches the theme. Sounds like it.
2: (laughs) Yeah. May I guess who sent this? Sure. Is it Dragon?
1: No. Dang it. (laughs) This was submitted by Filmmaker. Oh, Nice.
2: Oh, he's an, he's a, uh, a long list, long time listener to the show too. Shout out to the filmmaker. Yeah, very good.
1: So, Paper Mario, the Origami King, that was Origami Castle, developed by Intelligent Systems and published by Nintendo.
3: Nice, awesome. Right.
1: We have our next track. Here we go.
0: started red hot and i feel like i'm really cooling off here um man i don't i don't know kevin did that sound familiar to you at all i almost got like desert vibes the beginning made me think like if shantae had an rpg game and then it just kind of went a different direction (laughs) and i had a hard time like (laughs) tracing it down it had me going a ton of different places that's
2: not far off i felt the same way, and good call on Shantae, which I've never played before, but I can imagine it would sound like this, but yeah, I don't know, it just sounds very, uh, it's not really cheery, it's not really sad, it's just kind of like, um, I feel like I'm, it's like I'm trying to dodge fire from my feet on the rocks, but I'm But I'm feeling happy about it, but I'm not, because I'm trying to survive, and, and I'm in the desert, and I'm trying to win, because it's all about winning and being the very best number was, but it's not Pokemon. It's not Pokemon, but I don't know, man. This is so weird. <laughs> I, hmm. It's not a Mario game. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, we're, we're one step closer. <laughs>
1: it's it's a little related to Paper Mario. <laughs> you mean like mm-hmm. actually Paper Mario? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> okay. It's indirectly related. Some would say inspired. Bug Fables? Bug Fables.
0: Yes. Submitted by Dragon. Let's go. Yes. <laughs>
3: Whoa, Kelvin.
0: Yo, that was good. <laughs> I started playing that game. I, oh. I'm i only a couple hours in. It's great. It really is. It's kind of weird playing that before a Paper Mario game. Yeah. Um, definitely, all those listeners out there, check out this game. It's surprisingly really good. The artistic style is just like Paper Mario. The combat's pretty good. Um, a variety of characters that kind of synergize with each other, so... Yeah, great game and great tune. Awesome.
1: Yeah, definitely. That was... Oh, no! Wasps! <laughs> from Wait, Buck really?
0: Fable. <laughs> you me out there, man. Yeah, I thought... It it's an happened, old caps. Like... I had to. Oh, oh my
1: God. <laughs> so, yeah, that's from Buck Fable, submitted by Dragon. The game is developed by Moonsprout Games and published by Dangan Entertainment.
0: Nice. That was With great. a title like that, Kevin's description wasn't too far off. Yeah, exactly.
3: <laughs>
1: yeah all right let's go on to our next track then here we go
0: Wow,
3: that was awesome
2: Yeah, it was a very beautiful tune I uh, know the answer, I believe But uh, Kellen, i uh, gonna give you that Give you this opportunity
0: What do you think? How do you feel? Well, that makes me feel like You might have submitted this one um, <laughs> It's a relaxing song to listen to After you've, like, been chased by wasps Just recently So <laughs> I definitely appreciated that change of pace um, <laughs> Yes uh, Seems like this is something that would play during like a real reflective moment or like a big reveal for part of the storyline. The tune doesn't sound familiar to me, but I'm going to guess it's from a Final Fantasy game. Yes.
2: And actually, if I may, uh, you're not that far off. It is the theme of love from Final Fantasy 4. Now, I do want to know, this is is it from Final Fantasy 4 or Final Fantasy 4 to After Years, Sergio? It's from
1: 4. It's a version of 4. You want to take a stab at
2: it? After years.
1: No, the no regular 4.
2: <laughs> ah, dang it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I was, like, confused. I was like, wait a second. Because, like, I, have, I haven't I have heard this version before, but, uh, or maybe I have, but I, was, I, got, I got thrown off, but, okay. Now, can I guess who sent it? Sure. Uh, I'm going to say Daryl. Yeah. No.
0: Really?
1: What? what? It was, in a way, it was sent for Daryl. That was submitted by Farrarist Dragon. Oh,
2: nice. very good pick. Dang.
1: Yeah, and it's from the DS remake, so the, the 3D version of Final Fantasy IV.
2: Oh, my mm. goodness. I played that, too. Oh, oh. how did I <laughs> miss Unacceptable.
0: This? Get him off the show. <laughs>
2: no, but I got the name of the saloon right. <laughs> I knew you it was Final Fantasy IV. You did.
0: That was very impressive. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah, well, I mean, when you hear a tune like that for a while, I mean...
2: It's, it's it, it would be a disservice if I didn't get it at least the name
1: <laughs> Uh okay nice so yeah Final Fantasy 4 on the DS theme of love developed by Matrix Software and Square Enix and published by Square Enix submitted by Farris Dragon thank you for that we have our next track of the night
2: here we go that's a great pick by the way <laughs> Uh, excuse me, I mean nice. Okay. Oh, I'm thinking. It's nice. It was a really nice tune. Um y- you know, I so to go with what Kel mentioned about how stories come to be with these music episodes, um, with me especially, so it's like this tune plays when um, the polar bear from Texas finally finds his twin brother from Syracuse, New York but not from New York. Like, they don't they don't meet in New York. They meet in Newfoundland, okay, which is not too far off. And this <laughs> tune plays, and they embrace, and they have a Coca-Cola at uh, Coke Zero, <laughs> okay? I know Daryl would have some things to say about that, but it's going to be a Coke Zero. It'll be a—it'll be, a, it'll be a, pretty much a game that has a commercial about Coke Zero. <laughs> <So> what? <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm just... I like this tune. It's cool. Um... <laughs> I don't think I've heard of it before. Mm. But certainly. I'm just
0: glad to have gotten the origin story for the uh, Coke polar bears. <laughs> I'm really yeah. hoping there's more story arcs as the episode goes oh, on. Yeah, yeah there's
2: oh, like yeah. time traveling and everything. Yeah. I mean, look, we're gonna. They have a they have a big sister, which I haven't talked about. Oh, ooh, ooh, ooh spoiler, ooh. spoiler, <laughs> <laughs> which I've been known for for the past like few episodes. Oh gosh. Okay. Let's let's get back on track. Uh, Kellen, what do you think? <laughs>
0: um i know it kind of became a meme around the community where in previous episodes you would always guess if it was like a splatoon tune (laughs) and going into this one i was doing my homework and i honestly thought there was going to be more like battle themes so that's what i was prepping for right and all the music that's been submitted has been great it's been beautiful (laughs) but i just haven't felt prepared to take this on so instead of always guessing splatoon i'm just going to forever guess final fantasy
1: it is not. It is not a series you would guess <laughs> for this kind of music. Oh man! Oh, is it a Mario game? What is this? No. What? It's something you would guess, Kevin.
2: Um.
0: Super Mario RPG.
2: <laughs> no. Oh. Okay. It can't be Golden Sun. Come on now. No. Can't okay. Okay. <laughs> what would I guess? I am weird. I mean okay <laughs> I mean not that's oh come on. I, I can't take that back. Um uh, I don't know. That's gosh, putting me on the spot? I mean I don't know, man. This is like it's very unique. It's the first
1: song you hear in this game other than the title theme. So this is Pokemon Mystery Dungeon, Explorers of Time, Darkness or Sky. There's three different
2: versions. Oh, it's mm. a Pokemon game. Yes. Oh, I should have used that as a default.
1: Dang. But it's the, it's from the Mystery Dungeon spin-offs where you play as a Pokemon. So when you realize that you're a Pokemon in the Pokemon world and this music is playing, man, the song just like sets the mood for something very different from your traditional Pokemon game. The mm, I'm the one that submitted this track and it is called On the Beach at Dusk. And... It's a very emotional game, honestly, so I think the song really fits it very well, especially to be like the first song that you fully hear.
2: Yeah, I did not expect that, and, the, and a fabulous pick, surge. Uh Is this on the DS? Yes. Okay, okay, that's what, yeah, I remember, I I heard about it, I thought about it, but I didn't get it, and I know I regret it, <laughs> so <laughs> that's cool, thing.
1: Yeah, so Pokemon Mystery Dungeon, Explorers of Time, Darkness, or Sky, developed by Shunsoft and published by Nintendo and the Pokemon Company. All right, we have our next track. I mean, that totally sounds like a final boss battle. Yeah. Oh,
2: definitely. My heart was racing. Obviously. Um, very heavy. Very heavy, heavy yeah. in my heart. Um, <laughs> like lasagna, huh? <laughs> Actually, no, you wouldn't know. I wouldn't know because I never had lasagna in my life. Uh, spoiler alerts for those who <laughs> did not hear that the first few times I've talked about it on the show. Um, yeah. Ah. <sighs> Dude, this is really nice. This might be my favorite one out of all all the tunes so far.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, I really liked the first one, the Persona track, obviously because I knew it, but this is right <laughs> up there. I really enjoyed this one. Yeah.
1: <sighs> if anything, Kellen, I would have thought maybe you might know it.
0: Really? Yeah. Mm. Have I mentioned this game before?
1: No, but it's it's like one of those games I think you would play. It's a little like underrated, a little bit obscure, but
0: it looks pretty good. You calling me a hipster? <laughs> no,
1: no. You, you play good games. This looks like one.
0: Oh, man. Is it on the Switch? Yes. Oh. Hmm. I might have to play it then.
1: <laughs> so this game is called Underhero. Oh. oh.
0: I've looked at it before.
1: Yeah. And the song is called Overture. That was submitted by Cube.
0: Isn't that an indie game?
1: Yes. I believe it's like... Wow. A side scroller with a little bit of platforming, but it's an RPG. It looks pretty nice.
0: This
2: is pretty cool. And just looking at uh, the Nintendo website detail page for this, there's actually a cube character named Puzzle Man. (laughs) Uh (laughs) I call
0: shenanigans. (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. No, for
2: real. No, there actually is.
0: (laughs) But okay, I
2: digress a bit. Cool, nice pick.
1: Yeah, very nice song. That was Underhero, developed by Paper Castle Games and published by Digerati.
0: Nice, I like it. Mm -hmm.
1: All right, we have our next track. Here we go.
0: Is this what Kevin submitted? No, no, No? really.
2: <laughs> it's, I, it's a that's a good guess, but yeah, I didn't submit this one.
0: But you know what it is, right?
2: I don't, but it would be something I would submit. <laughs> I you don't
0: it. know what it is, but you would submit it.
2: I would, yeah, because like some of the the melodies that this employs, like some of the like, like I, I really like those sort of um those tones, so. If that makes sense. But yeah, I don't know where it is. But is it a Final Fantasy game?
0: It is. I feel like I've played this. It's 9, right? It is not 9. What? It's it's 7. Yes. Yes,
2: I remember that. Yeah, that... (laughs) It it, it feels like I'm in a sewer, and like I'm a frog, and I'm just trying to do mischievous things. But I know Hmm. it's (laughs) 7. I don't know. What's the name? I mean, you're kind of on the
1: right track. It's called... It's difficult to stand on both feet, isn't it? <laughs>
3: Whoa.
1: I believe that's when Dread thirteen has to dress as a guard, so he actually has to stand on two feet. Oh. And it is okay. pretty difficult. So yeah, you were you were you were getting there.
2: Oh huh. dang, that okay. Um I would say though, Kellen, your guess wouldn't have been too far off, because I I could see this being in the Final Fantasy IX game, but then I think because of the <laughs> I think I kind of gave it yeah, way. I
0: could have sworn it was in nine where the knights like going around the castle trying to find the princess at the start mm. of it. Like yeah. I was so sure of that that's really disappointing.
2: I could s- I could see that to be a thing. Yeah, no, that's uh. Hmm. By the way, Final Fantasy Fazdane is a good
0: game. <laughs> uh, we'll talk about it later. No, <laughs> it's all good. I s- said. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So yeah, that was Final Fantasy VII, developed and published by Square. This one was submitted by Danny. Thanks. Oh,
2: good pick from a good guy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> unusual pick from a like a big game. There's like other tracks that one would expect, but yeah, that, this was pretty nice.
2: I like nice I change. like this I like this a lot more than the. The one that he sent a long time ago, which like irritated Excuse me, not irritated, but (laughs) it it got to me very, very much. It just got to me. I just, I didn't know what to do, but it wasn't irritating. (laughs) Excuse me, not irritating, just like (laughs) offbeat for me. So yeah. Nice. (laughs) All right.
1: We have our next track. Here we go.
0: Something more beat. Hmm. Yeah. Huh. That one definitely felt more at home, like with the Splatoon footage mm-hmm. playing <laughs> over it. It almost felt like Splatoony in a way. Yeah. I feel like I've heard it before, but I can't place it, and that's kind of frustrating. Kevin, mm-hmm. what do you think?
2: It is frustrating, and I don't know. <laughs> 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 I've never heard this before, but Sergio, was this is a game I played before?
1: I don't think so. I don't think you have.
0: Okay, I feel better now. <laughs> <laughs> is it a Switch game?
1: Uh, mm, Not yet. Not yet? Uh-huh, yeah.
2: Is it cheese? Coming out yeah, later this a, year? It, yeah,
1: it's coming this mon- this next month in May.
2: Wait, 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 wait. Oh. <laughs> that's a big hint. Big
0: hint for a cool game. Well, I, don't, I don't even know if it's cool, but hopefully it is. <laughs> uh, uh, let's see. What? This is, like, even more frustrating now. Like, why you, don't I have it after that hint? <laughs> you oh. guys could be in the game. Metopia. Yes. Oh. Really? Oh. Didn't you say it's a big release next month? <laughs> Define big, Sergio. Go ahead.
3: Oh, man. All I mean,
0: compared to Pokemon Snap, I guess so. Oh, oh wow. my gosh. That Thanks. was great. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that was um, Event Battle or Boss Battle from MiTopia, the original on the 3DS, developed and published by Nintendo, submitted by Banover.
0: Wow. Ooh. That was a really cool theme. I never, like, I have no expectation for Metopia because I don't know mm. really what it is, but wow, that's pretty insightful. That's pretty cool.
2: Yeah, I mean, and technically we, us three could be in the game, right? I mean, yeah, anyone. Anyone.
1: It's yeah. got a super open-ended RPG there.
2: Oh, Maybe I can continue my polar bear story in that game.
0: Oh, no. (laughs) Introduce the Klondike polar bear.
2: (laughs) Next track, okay. (laughs) Save us.
1: No, but really, next track. Okay.
3: (laughs) Here we go. (laughs)
2: Okay, oh. that's, that's, that's that is cool. some good stuff. Yeah. I didn't submit this track, but I have an idea. But Kellen, <laughs> what do you think?
0: Uh, I don't know. It almost felt like a victory lap, like towards mm. the end of either a big fight or just the end of the game. I liked it. I just have no clue where it's from. So I'll let you go ahead and guess.
1: It does feel like winning the whole game.
2: You know, when you have a Pokemon on your side, I mean. That's what it's all about, right?
0: (laughs) Oh, is this a Pokemon game? Yeah. (laughs) Really? Yeah. Is Is it it... Sword and Shield?
2: No. It's Diamond and Pearl? Yes. Yes. Oh, that's timely. Yeah. (laughs) Is it the Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Who chose this one? This is pretty good.
1: (laughs) This was submitted by Clavet Ooh.
2: Great pick.
1: And timely indeed with the the remakes coming out in the holidays. This is from Pokemon Diamond, Pearl, or Platinum. This is Route 209 during the day.
2: We're getting this, right? (laughs) Oh, for sure. (laughs) I mean, I'm going to try it out. Sweet. Very good. That's a commitment. (laughs) 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 So yeah,
1: these games were developed by Game Freak, published by Nintendo and the Pokemon Company. So, yeah, thanks for that one, Clavi. That was awesome.
2: Yes, a Pokemon tune.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right, we have our next track. Here we go. That was nice.
2: Yeah. I... Mm, mm. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to hold my nice <laughs> answer.
0: I'm going to be completely wrong, but...
2: <laughs> Calvin, what do you think of this one?
0: I thought it was great. Um, yeah. A lot of interesting instruments going into it that really contributed to just a beautiful song. I have no clue where it's from, but I definitely listened to it again. <laughs>
2: Yeah, and I hope the story holds up, but sometimes I feel like with these tunes, you have to be brave twice, right? You know Uh, (laughs) what? Is is it? It's... It's
1: brave.
0: But only once. (laughs) 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 Is that true, Serge? Yeah. Oh.
2: I... I thought it was from a Bravely Default game, but I was just, I don't, I mean, I never played the first one, so I was like, oh.
1: Yeah, I mean, you haven't played it, that was close enough, yeah, Bravely Default Flying Fairy.
0: Ooh. I was expecting a Bravely Default song eventually, I just didn't know when it was going to come up, so, yeah, that was beautiful. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) being brave once. (laughs) That was good. Uh, Yeah,
1: that was really nice, makes me want to play the game. This song was Beneath the Hollow Moon or Agnes and T's theme. This was submitted by Daryl.
2: Nice. Of course. Very good pick, man.
1: Yeah, Bravely Default developed by Silicon Studio and published by Nintendo. Alright, we have our last track for this episode. Here we go. Nice.
0: Mm-hmm. That almost felt like it belonged, like in a Pixar movie, more than like a video game. Yeah. I don't know. I was getting those vibes. It just felt like, yeah. almost cinematic.
2: That's a really good observation. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, Kellen, uh, any any guesses?
0: So I'm guessing you know it. I <laughs> did, <laughs> I,
2: I I did choose this one, yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, okay, I was wondering when your song was going to come up. Yeah. <laughs> right. What would Kevin choose? This isn't a Final Fantasy game, so we know it's a good one. Um, <laughs> oh my god! You're it's probably not all, Pokemon. So. You're firing all today. <laughs> <laughs> An RPG that Kevin's played that's not Super Mario RPG and it's not a Final Fantasy game. Mm-hmm. In
2: that it looks like a movie, we could say.
0: It looks like a movie.
2: Yeah, so when you mentioned that, Kevin, I was like, oh my yeah. gosh, that was really good. <laughs>
0: Uh-uh. Uh, is this a playstation game
2: originally yeah originally mm-hmm. really mm-hmm.
0: man i was half joking but
2: <laughs> yeah good hint.
0: a cinematic playstation game that's now on a nintendo console
3: yes mm-hmm. uh,
0: i know you like point and click adventure type games but i don't know if that would translate from like a playstation uh, i don't know i'm proud i got that many clues put together but i just can't finish piecing it together <laughs> oh man
2: well to your point, quick adventure game. That I mean, I do love those. But yeah. Um, it, uh, well, if I may, uh, this is from Nino Kuni, Wrath of the oh, White Witch. Yes, um, I've
0: started that game.
2: Yes. Ah. Oh. And oh. <laughs> he started his game so it's a spoiler song but
0: yeah you tend to do that at the end of episodes
2: <laughs> no i didn't know oh
0: man strike three.
2: Oh, oh no I, oh my gosh i'm out this is the fairy grounds so it's not a big spoiler tune but you will hear it later on when you progress through the game that's it <laughs> uh it's the fairy grounds and that's all i'm gonna say <laughs>
0: nice yeah yeah that game's beautiful um just the art style is incredible the music's really good and it's got like those pokemon type mechanics but implemented so differently um i really enjoyed my time with it i just have to go back to it
2: yeah and the point me about it feel like a movie uh so originally it's in, so uh they work with studio ghibli on this so right. it has those studio ghibli vibes that just the art style so it's really cool and uh yeah, I hope you do finish it because it is one of my favorite RPGs of all time. Yeah, oh nice, it, it is, and um, so much so that I'm not gonna say anymore. I'm done. I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> sorry. Nice. So yeah,
1: Nino Kuni, Wrath of the White Witch, developed by Level Five, published by Band- Bandai Namco Entertainment. Hmm. Very nice. So that was our last track surprising amount of non battle themes for rpg games but the music was so great
0: it was really good i loved the episode but now i want to go back and play all these games to experience them in game but there's not (laughs) enough time in the world to do all of that so a little disappointing on that front but definitely tunes i'll have to go back to and listen to again really proud of the submissions this time around yeah definitely
2: we had a really good selection today it was
0: really good
1: Yeah, in a way, it was nice that people didn't go for like the more traditional, you know, battle theme, boss theme from RPGs that we pretty much all know or a lot of us know. So, yeah, this was very unique, but very nice.
0: Yeah, definitely. Well, I think that'll uh, about wrap us for this episode. I know these episodes run a little bit longer than normal. But Sergio, do you want to go ahead and get us some answers for that question you asked last week?
1: Yes, last week we asked... What has been one of the most disappointing RPGs you have played? And we have a bunch of answers. So Phoenix said, Final Fantasy VII and Fire Emblem Three Houses. For Final Fantasy, I had never really played an RPG before. I had no idea what I was doing. And I was young and impatient that I couldn't really figure it out. And then after Smash came out and I got my first exposure to Fire Emblem characters and I really wanted to enjoy Three Houses. Sadly, my first couple of times playing it, it really didn't click. However, this came out right around the time my mom was ill and passing away and I think I wasn't in the right head space to dive in. I am very motivated to try Three Houses again. Final Fantasy, not so much, but maybe Kevin can convince me.
2: (laughs) Yeah, and you know... I just want to say thank you for sharing that. Um, I know it's not easy to share those kind of stories, especially um, with someone dear to you passing away. So really appreciate it, and um, you know rest in peace. And uh, I, whew, I mean, look, Final Fantasy Seven. I mean, it, it. There's a reason why it's so iconic. There's a reason why it it holds up very well. Um, I mean, even Daryl mentioned how it holds up really well compared to like eight, nine, ten. Um, and it it is definitely worth playing, and I I guarantee you if you spend a bit of time, you know, a little bit, maybe you know, thirty minutes to an hour every day, you will find that reason, that charm, that just the the reason why people have universally loved this game. Mm. And without spoiling it, like I usually would, um, <laughs> for you did not last week. <laughs> <laughs> I think you should give there a chance. I think so. Nice. Yeah, very well said. Dragon said,
1: As much as I have wanted to try at this guy properly, it always seems so overwhelming, even for someone like me. The one time I did try it, I didn't like the way the levels and stats can go up total crazy numbers, the plethora of nameless characters you can use and the cringe prenies always saying, dude, dude <laughs> dude, come on, that's the best part dude,
0: I agree I was with him up until that part, everything yeah, else is right? valid, but you know the prenies they have their own games, so
1: yeah, good point dude
0: <laughs> you got it dude dude, nice. where's my car? <laughs>
1: <laughs> cool. Yeah. Faoris Dragon said definitely Diablo 3. Huge diehard fan of Diablo 2, really expected Diablo 3 to be an improved version of Diablo 2 since they had gotten so much right, but they seemed to go in a different direction with it and they had the audacity to kill off my favorite character. Couldn't even get into it enough to finish the thing and close the disc. Very sad.
3: Oh mm. wow.
2: Oh, I agree. I mean, well, I did finish the story, but yeah, I agree. It is just, <laughs> it just was a disappointment. And, ugh, but you know what? Hey, like, they got their chance at, I mean, they're resurrecting Diablo 2 remastered, but I mean, it's not 3, whatever. <laughs> nice. Deku Weku said, I am Setsuna.
1: Oh, I'm sorry, Setsuna. I thought you were Deku Weku. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs>
1: so Setsuna said the game sold really well and was a launch window game on the switch and is what convinced Square Enix to put more games on the switch so credit where credit is due however it did not click with me as a huge Chrono Trigger fan and hearing rave reviews about it having Chrono Trigger elements I found the game just couldn't hold my attention I love the main theme though cool and Cube said Dragon Age Either the first one or Origins, I can't remember which, but I tried multiple times and never got out of the intro scenario. I didn't even want to try the newer ones because of it. Oh, wow. Yeah, I don't hear a lot of Dragon Age fans. I know there's a bunch of games.
2: Yeah, I, I, th- I think I just got spoiled by my housemate at the time playing Dragon Age and I just, just didn't get into it. But I mean, it hurts pretty good.
1: Nice. And we have an answer by Shy Guy. It was actually requested that Kevin read this answer.
2: Oh gosh. Okay. <sighs> so, Shy, or TJ mentioned.
3: <laughs>
2: I know Kellen said it as a joke, but honestly, it was Final Fantasy VIII. I absolutely loved Seven as a kid. I expected Eight to be better, but I found his battle system, the card game, and the characters all lackluster Uh, and and we can agree to disagree but uh, i can see why he would think that way it is a deviation from the norm the card game may not click and the characters i'm just gonna stop there (laughs) i don't know what to say about that no but i I mean look it's i mean you know final fantasy games not for everybody and especially for well excuse me final fantasy it's not for everybody um, it is very different. Mm. And I could see where he's coming from. Uh, you know, it's it's a different type of Final Fantasy. Kelly, you should still finish it. But yeah, I mean, it's, <laughs> it's uh, yeah, you know what? It's, it's all good, TJ. And, uh, you know, still love you. And, ah, uh, <laughs> talk. <laughs> <laughs> no, it,
1: it is divisive. Uh, I, for the longest time, I couldn't decide if I'd like seven or eight more. I like eight more. Not by much, but yeah, I like eight more.
2: Sergio, we don't have to talk. You're my man. (laughs) 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 No, it's a little good. But yeah, I mean, look, it's. Yeah, uh, well, I'm Reddit. (laughs) (laughs) Nice.
1: So yeah, what's the most disappointing RPG you have played? I I had a tough time with this question until I thought about this game, and then it was easy breezy. Super easy answer Golden Sun, Dark Dawn. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Great choice. (laughs) And yeah, it was pretty dark. All right. But not for (laughs) not in a good way. It, It had all the elements of the original Golden Sun games, you know, everything. But it felt like it didn't have the care or attention from the development team. It felt like they just threw everything out there. It was pretty bad. I only finished it because I was hoping that at the end of the story, it was going to be like, oh, it was all a dream, you know?
3: (laughs)
2: No, no, it wasn't. My main issue with that game was that the difficulty was just not there. Like, it was just super easy, where. Yes. Like, you can go into any battle and just, like, brute force your way. And albeit there was a difficulty spike at the very end, but, like, it, it just didn't, it didn't really hold really well. And that killed it for me because as much as i value a story and the music in the game like the battle system has to be like it has to be tight-knit it's gotta be fine-tuned the difficulty just wasn't there man i'm just like yo i don't even use these gins and that's why we make this joke about going sun all the time (laughs) (laughs) well for some of us but yeah yeah.
1: (laughs) nice so what about you guys disappointing rpgs
0: i'm gonna go last (laughs) (laughs) All right, before I give my answer, Sergio, you have to ask me another question. Do you have to ask me if I'm ready to disappoint Kevin and break his heart? (laughs) (laughs) Well, Kellen, are you ready to
1: disappoint Kevin and break his heart?
0: Absolutely. I'm ready to twist that knife around. All right. (laughs) So the question is your most disappointing RPG. So I'm going to preface this blow by saying in order for it to be disappointing, you had to have wanted it to be good going into it. (laughs) You had high hopes. My most disappointing RPG is Final Fantasy IX, mm. and mm. it was one of the first ones that I played, so maybe I'm in a similar boat as Phoenix. I've really found that with RPGs, you have to like be in the right mindset to go into them, and if you aren't when you go into it for the first time, it's really hard to go back to and try to bring yourself back into the game, right. because you've already kind of had that bittersweet experience at first. So I got Final Fantasy IX on the PlayStation 1. It's my first RPG. Went into a game store when I was little and asked um, the store manager there what game they'd recommend, and they said Final Fantasy IX. So I went home, popped it in, and, like, I got through the first disc, and the second one wouldn't work, and so I, like, got stuck there, and it was frustrating. Mm. And then I tried playing through it on the Xbox, and one of the bosses was just really annoying, and I kept trying to beat him, and I just couldn't. And then I've tried playing it on the Switch, and I don't know. You try to play a game so many times, and it doesn't work. You just eventually give up on it. Yeah. And so I'm sure the game itself is still good, but it just never resonated with me enough and was just like a ball of frustration to where I don't have a desire to go back and try to play it.
2: Yeah, that's fair. And I think Daryl can probably relate to you because he didn't, he, I think he had some similar right. uh, feelings about Final Fantasy Nine. I, I think he brought up a good point. I think for certain RPGs like that, you had to be in the right mindset. I mean, and it, because like when you're going, when you go into that kind of RPG, like, it is very meaty there there's a lot of things involved and it's not like a simple 20-hour adventure like you are going on an adventure like a long one and uh yeah no it's all good i mean i i don't know if final fantasy has aged that well over the years but i i think for those who do appreciate it and like it uh it it's up there
0: so all good for sure so what's nice. your most disappointing then
2: Final Fantasy XV. <laughs> Who would have thought? Who would have thought? I mean, look, I... Uh, I mean, okay, so when Final Fantasy XIII, like, there's, like, 1, 2, and 3, that finished, and then there was the whole thing about Final Fantasy versus 13, and they had this, like, guy with the blue hair, I was like, oh, cool, you know, like, I'm hyped, and then then they spent some more time developing and going back and forth, and then Final Fantasy 15 came out, and I'm like, cool, all right, you know, Boy band simulator, I can rock, I can rock with this, and then, <laughs> and then at just certain points of the game, like without spoiling it, <laughs> um, they just not, they did not execute the story well initially. Like they had the pieces there, the bow the battle system was very well done. It's easy to learn how to master, but the overarching story was just a disaster. It felt like there were two sides to. Uh, the team that were trying to figure out how to do the story, and they just end up, like, getting mm. disagreements, and then they end up just, like, doing a, a blob of a story that just, like, did not do well. <laughs> now, granted, they didn't release DLC to fill in, like, the different characters that were there, um, to fill in, like, you know, the protagonist and, like, see the history behind each of them, and then, uh, yeah, but I just... It didn't click with me. It was just disappointing. And, I mean, I did finish the main story, reluctantly, but uh, <laughs> it was just it was bad it was <laughs> bad like the distort. i mean like overall it was like a six out no 5.6 out of 10 i mean just- oh
0: man wow and, pretty and scathing
2: it was and i mean that sucks coming from me because i am a big Final fantasy fan but
3: <sighs>
2: anyway
0: that game was a trip like pulling up to a gas station in a car in a final fantasy game was <laughs> like weird to me because in my mind they, they were always set like, in a totally different setting than that. so I like the experimentation, but yeah, I'm with you. I don't think it was just implemented very well, and obviously the community agrees. Yeah, thank
2: goodness. (laughs) 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 Um, And I think to your point, Kellen, like, we are used to more of the steampunk sort of Final Fantasies, you know, with the airships and all that. But yeah, I mean, it is cool to... I guess it is pretty cool to pull up in the car and play different tunes and... You know, and then you get out of the car, you fight some monsters, then you go back into the car. <laughs> so, especially in the first part of the game, so that's cool. But yeah,
1: cool. Well, we have a more cheerful, optimistic question for this week's weekly question of the week for this week. What was the first RPG you played, and are you a fan of that game or series?
2: Hmm. Oh boy, you guys already know my answer, but we can talk about it next week. <laughs> 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 uh, nice yeah. Alright, well thanks for listening everyone
1: We're going to jump out of here If you haven't already, join our Discord group The description for this episode has a link to it If you would like to join We are also on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook And check out our blog at NintendoJump.blogspot.com Send us any feedback you have At Podcast At gmail.com the best way to support this show is through our Patreon page at Patreon.com/NintendoJump, or by leaving a review for the show in your favorite podcast application. This is Sergio, and on behalf of Kevin and Kellen, thanks for listening. We hope you have a great week. Bye bye.
0: See you guys next week. <laughs>
2: nice yeah um kellen
0: <laughs> oh come on seriously is this <laughs> final <laughs> fantasy 8
2: yeah but i won't tell you what it is
0: all right thanks yeah <laughs> just
2: for you i i won't say the name but for those who do know don't tell kellen <laughs> yeah.
0: I look forward to going through this entire soundtrack (laughs) this whole month.
2: (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) Um, Stay safe, everyone, and take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
0: See you
3: guys.